You're listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast, a podcast all about noteworthy night owls. Join us each episode as we highlight WGU alumni and share ways to help you stay engaged. Here now is the WGU Alumni Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of the WGU Alumni Podcast. My name is Sarah Van Winkle, co-host, along with Jeff Burton. Hey, Jeff, how's it going today? Hey, Sarah, I'm good. How are you? I'm a little cold. We've been talking about this cold snap in Salt Lake City, and I don't like it. So um, I'd rather be on the beach, but maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And uh, it was our fall break. So just coming back to this, we had uh, 85, 90 degree weather some of the time. And then to come back and it's cold, it's a bit of a rude awakening. But you know what, Jeff? I know you couldn't wait to get back from vacation and do what you do best, which is tell our alumni stories, right? Yes, and I've got a great story to tell coming back out of vacation. Couldn't wait to get back to uh, share this interview and this story. We actually interviewed Shane Moore, who graduated five or six years ago from WGU. We conducted this interview, gosh, it's got to be a month or two ago. And in that time, we're actually excited to share kind of an update to this story. So we'll have the interview, but the update to the story is WGU commissioned a mural in Philadelphia's Germantown. So this is the 4,500 block of Wayne Avenue. There is a nice mural of our own Shane Moore. Well, Jeff, I'm really excited to hear about this. As you've mentioned, Shane's interview, we interviewed him a while ago. He's got a great story. Um, He does a lot with his community, and I couldn't think of anybody more deserving of this mural. This goes right along with our, our messaging of Ambition Never Rests, and Shane definitely never rests, even though he's finished with his degree with WGU. He continues to go out in the community and work with, you know, kids. And he also works with a prison ministry, which I think, you know, that's pretty cool that he's able to go out and do that and help folks get a new lease on life. So great guy, great story. I'm really excited to hear this interview today. Yeah, I, I think you're going to enjoy it. And as you mentioned, I mean, it goes right along with Ambition Never Rest. So episode five if you remember, we interviewed Jacqueline Becerra, yeah. and she uh, we had a mural, WGU commissioned uh, the mural in uh, San Antonio, Texas. And so we've got another one with Shane Moore, and we've got, we're not going to let the cat out of the bag here today, but um, stay tuned. There are other murals coming throughout the country, so pretty exciting stuff to be able to share the successes of our alumni. Our alumni are doing great things, and I'm so glad that we can help honor them in this way and help spread the message about WGU and the fact that ambition really does not rest in our alumni show that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sarah, let's jump into the interview. Sound good? Let's do it. All right. Shane Moore is a multi-certified IT professional who has led in the technology field for more than 20 years. In 2014, he earned his bachelor's degree in information technology and discovered that with the degree and certifications, he no longer had to find jobs because the jobs found him. He's currently leading in the role of vice president of information technology at Philadelphia Industrial Development Corporation. He's a proud WGU grad who's also a husband, a father, a mentor, and a pastor. Glad to have you on the alumni podcast today, Shane. It's an honor to participate with you, and I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you. Tell us first one great thing about your hometown of Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a place that's rich in history. We're the city of brotherly love, the city of sisterly affection and sisterly love. 
We're a place of first. We have streets that are perfectly preserved as they were when Franklin and Adams and Washington and Moore, you know, rode their horse and buggies. We were the first to organize a, a protest against slavery in 1688 and 1731. We would we had the first nation's library. There's a lot of rich history in the city of Philadelphia, and I'm glad to be born and raised here. Yeah, Philadelphia is a great town and is a is a big history lover. I know me and my family a couple of years ago went to Independence Hall and Liberty Bell. Fantastic, fantastic venues. I'm sure you've spent lots of time there. Yes, I have. And uh, Shane, Philadelphia is also a great sports town, right? Let, let's hear yes, it for the it Eagles. Is. Yes, I'm, I'm still celebrating that that Super Bowl victory a couple years ago. Uh, me, me too. I'm not a huge Eagles fan, but I tell you, in that Super Bowl, I was all in on the Eagles. I loved the Philly special, that great play. And uh, anyway, what are, what are the greatest Super Bowls? And I'm I'm happy for you and your town that you got it done. Yes, it still seems as if it's a dream. Maybe I'll uh, I'll wake up when they win the next one. <laughs> uh, that sounds great. Well, uh, Shane, let's talk a little bit about your career, if we can. Tell us why you decided to go into IT in the first place, and then share with us what you enjoy most about the IT field. Okay. Um, so for as long as I can remember, I've had a curiosity about how things work, and I, I always love trying to figure out you know, ways to make things better. I, I would take things apart as a child and try to put it together and and see if I could do something or make something different out of those things. And and that's continued on, that curiosity has continued on with, with uh, me when it comes to just computers and technology and trying to figure out ways to take what's there and improve upon it. It's always been that way. And, and as I continue to grow, it, it turned into a career. Oh, that's excellent. And you've uh, obviously advanced quite a bit in your career. You're currently, as I mentioned, the Vice President of Information Technology at Philadelphia Industrial Development Corporation. Tell us a little bit about uh, your day-to-day -day and, and what your responsibilities are there. So my day-to-day -day at uh, my current place of employment is, I, I like to categorize it in four different areas. So one, you know, I'm, I'm there to provide the tools and resources, the technology tools and resources to enable us to fulfill our mission. Um, and the mission of PIDC is to drive growth to every corner of the city of Philadelphia. We try to expand uh, business in the city of Philadelphia, bring new business to the city of Philadelphia. And my first responsibility is to provide the technical tools and resources. My second responsibility is to make sure that those resources are always available. So I make sure that we have not only the tools, but that the tools are available and, and no matter what happens, people can still access the tools that have been put in place. My third responsibility is to make sure that those resources are always secure. As we know, this world is big on cyber crime and security is a big concern for many people in my role. Um, and I'm no different. I have to make sure that the information that we have is protected, that the right people can access it and those who shouldn't are not able. And then the fourth responsibility that I have is just to prepare for the worst and make sure that we can recover no matter what happens, no matter what goes on with the information, with the technology, I have to be able to quickly recover. So I make sure that I provide the tools and, and I have staff in place that will enable us to do what we do on a daily basis. 
No, that's great. I mean, clearly this is an important field, not only in obviously your employer, but throughout the country. And I wanted to kind of ask a follow along question to that. Sure. In that with this being such a, a growing and an important field, what insights can you share with us regarding the future and, and what, what the cybersecurity field might look like uh, down the road? Well, I have learned one thing and I'm learning it more and more every day. Those, I'll call them malicious actors, are getting smarter and smarter and smarter every day. And that means that I have to get smarter and smarter and smarter every day. There are things that did not exist years ago that when I see the threats that come today, I'm, I'm amazed and I say, wow, it took a lot of brain power to think this up. So I have to be prepared for anything. And the one piece of advice that I would give to anyone who has to secure their network or has to provide the, the proper tools for their network is stay on top of your learning because the moment you stop learning, there's someone who's going to learn what you don't know and use that against you. Gotcha. That's good advice. So thank you. We've, Thank you. we've actually, actually interviewed several from the IT field and cybersecurity on this very podcast. And I think, you know, this is an area of strength for WG. We've got a lot of great people out there, such as yourself, doing, doing amazing things. I wanted to ask you, Shane, a little bit about your activity in the community. I know that you're super active. I know that you like to mentor and encourage and uplift and, and you're a great role model. Do you mind sharing with us just a little bit about your background and, and how you stay active in the community? Growing up, I've always had mentors and people that have helped me to become successful and to become who I am today. But I understand that many people don't have those same resources and don't have that same support system. So I want to make sure that as much as I can, I provide those type of support systems to other people. That leads me into doing things such as uh, volunteering in the Philadelphia prison system. On a weekly basis, I go in uh, to the Philadelphia prisons just to encourage and mentor those who have basically made bad choices at some point in their lives. And I want to make sure that they understand that just because you've made a choice, it doesn't mean that you have to live that choice the rest of your life. You can move on and you can make something more of your life. And, and I like to provide them with tools to do so. I also encourage the younger generation. I, I'm uh, involved in an organization called Aim for the Net, where we provide tutoring to um, city youth, where we provide athletics. We have a basketball league that we do um, every year just to, to draw them in. And then we provide tutoring and life skills to help them grow. I'm also an assistant pastor at a, a local church in Philadelphia. So I, I like to help people grow holistically, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, both young and old. I feel that I have been blessed with uh, information. I've been blessed with, as people have told me, wisdom beyond my years. So the least that I can do is share what I know with others. And uh, it keeps me very, very busy on a daily basis. This is all great. Following up on that, I wanted to ask you, what's the best advice, either career or on a personal side, that you've ever received? The best, I'd say, career advice that I got was actually not necessarily pertaining to my career, even though it was. And that advice was simply to dress for the job you want and not the job you have. And I, I say that's the best advice because ever since I've been in 
the line of work that I am, I've always dressed for the job that I want. I've seen throughout the years how when you dress a certain way, when you carry yourself a certain way, people view you a certain way. And even though I may not have been at the time in the top technology role, people always addressed me and came to me with questions as if I were the top person in that role. And then as positions opened up as department head or whomever left or retired or found another opportunity, it was logical because people always viewed me as that person. So, of course, the organizations that employed me would always come to me and say, okay, this position is open and we think you'd be a good fit. I think it has a lot to do with dressing for the role that you want. People will see you in that role. And then when the time comes, it will be a natural fit. So I, I think that was great advice. And I share that with people even today. Oh, that is great. We are visiting with Shane Moore, who is a WGU grad from the College of IT, graduated with a bachelor's back in 2014 in information technology. And um, Shane, I know it's been several years since you graduated from WGU, but I wanted to ask you, what do you remember most about your experience while earning your degree here? I remember just the pride and the sense of accomplishment that that I got when going through and ultimately completing my degree. I had started college uh, years before when I had just graduated high school. I, I was in a field that was similar, but wasn't quite information technology. And I did not complete that, that degree program. So I always felt like I needed to go back and to complete what I started because I don't like to not finish something. As I enrolled in WGU and as I made progress with each session, each class, I just really remember the pride I felt. And then ultimately, the ultimate accomplishment of getting my degree was what I remember and what I enjoyed the most. Thank you for sharing that. Now, um, it has been great catching up with you. Uh, as I referenced, you're doing amazing things both in the community, in the workspace, and it, it's great. I think it's good for our audience to kind of see you as somebody that's leading. Um, and a good example of a WGU grad. I wanted to change things up just a little bit. Okay. We, so I want to fire off, I don't know if you want, what do you want to call this, a little lightning round action for you. I just want to fire off several questions for you that will help us to get to know you a little bit better. Is that fair enough? Fair enough. If you're ready, let's do it. I'm All ready. Right. Uh, your favorite movie? The Avengers. Ooh, good one. Uh, favorite sports team? All local teams, Sixers, Eagles, Phillies, and Flyers. Sixers over the Eagles or Eagles over the Sixers? Put them in order. Sixers, Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, in that order. All right, in that order. Very good. What is the best Philadelphia food? Cheesesteak, of course. Last concert you attended? Lauren Daigle. Uh, best book you've ever read? The Bible. Your favorite travel destination? I love when I go to St. Petersburg, Florida. Ooh, St. Pete. Yep. Best podcast that you listen to, excluding this one, of course. You know, I'm, I'm not a podcast guy, so this WGU alumni podcast is the only podcast I listen to. Hey, Shane, congratulations. You've just earned a second appearance on the podcast. That was the right wow. answer. Thank you, my friend. It's true. Uh, a couple more. Uh, if you could be on a game show, which game show would you want to be on? Family Feud. And lastly, what would you do if you had a free week and you could do anything that you wanted? 
I would spend time with my family and um, every free moment I get, I will do just that. Mm, I love it. Well, Shane, it is such a privilege to have you on the show. Great catching up with you. And we wish you continued success in all that you do. If it's okay, I'd like to give you the last word. Sure. First of all, I'd like to thank you for, for this opportunity. And I just want to encourage everybody out there to know that no matter what you're going through, you can make it if you stick to it. Love it. Shane Moore, thank you for your time. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast. To learn more about WGU Alumni and Commencement, visit wgu.edu slash alumni. To learn more about anything you heard on this episode or to hear past episodes, visit wgu.edu slash podcast. This podcast was produced by the WGU Alumni Relations Department. Special thanks to producer Bethany Tucker from the WGU Production Studio. And thank you to our WGU Alumni Network, now more than 200,000 strong and growing.